Welcome to the Tigers Avenue show, a Thursday night edition. Um, Zach is here. We will see if we can get him in. Uh, Y'all know how it's been going with the Wi-Fi. Uh, Apparently, you know, y'all talk about Spectrum a lot and and Spectrum being really bad. I guess Zach has Spectrum Wi-Fi. He might have Spectrum Wi-Fi because he's struggling a little bit, struggling a little bit. But it's okay. It's okay. Uh, we'll figure it out, and um, we'll get him. Hopefully, get him in here, here in a little bit. We all got some comments in here. Bobby Gene Watts Jr. What's up? He's in here. Oh, here's Zach. I hate. I hate, I hate this Wi-Fi. I, I absolutely hate. It. <laughs> I'm gonna, real quick. I'm just. Oh, I'm just you, you look good right now. You look good. Not like not well, very loud. I, I did a hot cross. We're gonna hope and pray that the hotspot holds on. Um, okay. And saying that my phone hotspot is stronger than an entire Wi-Fi network. <laughs> anyway, well, way it goes sometimes. Way it goes sometimes. Tyler Townsend is already in here. What's up, TT? Uh, Ryan's in here. What up, Passa? What up to you as well? And and uh, of course, Zach has made it in here now. I'm, <laughs> I know you typically would have said, what does he say, uh, Mr. Tebow? Strange. Strange, whatever. Um, I, I told him it sounds like they always talk bad about Spectrum Internet. I said he must have Spectrum Internet uh, or, or is is the one they always talk about real bad. So, uh, I mean, what are they rocking, Zach? Isn't it Xfinity? Yeah, I think it's Xfinity. Man, X, Xfinity ought to be better than that. That's That's inexcusable. Uh, I got an extend, I got an extender and everything, and it's been fine and up until like these last three weeks. And then it's been an absolute dog water. Dog, dog water. <laughs> oh man, I remember when dog water first kind of started being tossed around. I, I thought that was quite hilarious. I, I I don't get it, but I think it's hilarious that when you you think something is crap, you call it dog water. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just think it's hilarious. Man, this internet is definitely trash <laughs> you know what the internet's like it's like lsu's defense <laughs> that's what that is like LSU's defense. <laughs> absolutely trash so we we will talk this about it is as bad as LSU's defense. oh man we, we will talk about uh obviously uh we, we this is our first show uh this week we apologize i'm these these this week and next week is midterms and all this we, kind of stuff for me. We gotta so. get back on track, man. We've, we've, um, we have not been doing our Monday and Friday thing. It's been like all over the place. <laughs> I blame Reagan. You can blame me. That's okay. I'll, I'll take the blame for it. Uh, but we'll talk about Ole Miss a little bit. Obviously, uh, people have talked about it at nauseum. We'll we'll give you our thoughts on it. Uh, we were uh, actually we started events. That's <laughs> it. Done. We were we were present. We were in Oxford. We suffered through it. Um, I, I actually had a great time. I really did. The, uh, by the way, Oxford is a really underrated uh, atmosphere. The, the, it was jumping in Oxford. I mean, it was literally from before kickoff, before kickoff to the very end, it was jumping. I mean, it was it, it was excited. You could feel the buzz in the crowd. Uh, from the, I mean, the moment the game started. Um, so we will talk about that. Uh, we we will talk about you know where do we go from here. You will what's what's the outlook on the season now? Um, and then of course we're we're playing the Missouri Tigers this Saturday in Columbia, Missouri. So we will give you a preview. 
for that as well. So, Zach, LSU this past weekend obviously took a loss, 55-49. to 49. Uh, If you would have ever, ever, ever told me that Jaden Daniels would have had a career night and LSU would have put up 49 points in Oxford, never, ever, ever, ever in a million years what I would would I have thought that LSU would have lost this game? Never in a million years would I have ever thought. But regardless of that, they did. And there is a lot that has to be discussed uh, defensively. I'm not saying a single word about this offense. This offense is phenomenal. The yeah. Jaden Daniels, Malik Neighbors, BTJ, Logan Diggs, this offensive line. It, yeah, and even Mason Taylor finally started kind of getting going in this game as well. Like this, this offense is one of the best offenses in the in the country. And, and Jaden Daniels, if it's not for this horrible defense, is in the top three conversation for the Heisman without question, because he's top three in just about all important statistical uh, QB, you know, QB stats. Uh, he's right there with Michael Penix Jr. He's right there with Caleb Williams. Uh, he deserves to be in the Heisman conversation. It is not his fault that the defense is this incredibly bad. Um, but uh, regardless, they lost, Zach. So uh, what are your initial thoughts on uh, the defense, how the game played out? Uh, but I'm not saying a single word about this offense. It, it, it speaks for itself. I mean, you arguably have – the best offense in the country, you but you definitely have the best argue, tandem. You, but you also arguably have, arguably have the worst defense in the country. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's yep. awful. It is so bad. Every single time they get in the third and long, I'm like, it don't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a it gimme, doesn't matter. Man. They're not gonna get a stop. You know what? I I hope they hear some of this, and I hope it lights a fire under their tail because I'm sick of it. I'm I'm sick of LSU getting in third and long and having to pretty much just give it up and go, yeah, they're they're gonna pick it up. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. what what situation we could put them in third and 30. It doesn't matter. The defense will give it up every time, <laughs> just about. Um, every time I, I was sitting next to Jesse, which Jesse came on uh, the show with us when we previewed Ole Miss. Yep. Yep, yep. Every single t- like he'd get a little bit, you know, down whenever they'd get to, you know, a third down or third and medium or third and long. I'd, I'd lean over and go, they're still going to get it. They're going to get it. They're going to get it. Like I would li- literally lean over to him and tell him, hey, don't worry about it. They're, they're still going to pick it up. <laughs> yep. LSU's defense can't stop a nosebleed. I, I mean, they, they can't stop anything. I mean, I, no. it, it's, it's awful. I mean, it, I don't know. I don't have any other words to describe it, Reagan. It is it, it is extremely yeah. disappointing. It's embarrassing to watch. Yeah. Um, and I know, like, you know, sometimes, you know, we get criticized, our show, me and Reagan get criticized for being the sunshine pumpers. I ain't pumping no sunshine about this defense. I'm being completely real and completely honest with you. This defense ruined, ruined a championship uh, caliber offense, a team, a, 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 an yep. offense that could have led you to a championship type season. That's not going to happen Without because this defense is that terrible. Um, yeah. And I know I'm being harsh, but it is warranted. It is absolutely 100% warranted. You were yeah. terrible against Arkansas. You were at, you were historically awful against Ole Miss. You got covered up by a game against State because they have a head coach who doesn't know what the heck they're doing offensively, doesn't know how yeah. to run an offense with the yep. players that he had. Grambling exposed you in the first quarter, uh, and then your talent just kicked in. Florida State exposed you in the second half. This defense has been bad since day one, and they will continue to be bad until something happens. Matt House is going to have to scheme differently. They're going to have to coach differently. The players are going to have to play better. Um, it is it is going to have to be a, a complete overhaul of this defense um, schematically and personnel-wise if you want to salvage a, a, a season where you could potentially win 10 games. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, 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 
you know, I'm not going to be a sunshine pumper on this on this show today, right? I'm just not. It, it's it's it was awful. No, it was extremely well, there's no. Yeah, there's no reason to to because every time we got the football, our offense got the football. You were going, we're going to go score, we're going to yeah. go score, yeah. And pretty much every time we did, but also on the flip side of that, every time they their offense got the football, you were saying they're going to go score. They're yeah. like, yeah, it, 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 it's extremely disappointing, Reagan. Um, to I guess pump the brakes a little bit and try to be a little bit positive. I still believe this team can go nine and three. I still believe they can go nine and three. Yeah. Um, I think you are look. It's more looking more like seven and five, eight and four. Um, that's what it's leaning towards now, uh, with the way this defense is playing. But you still can go win nine games in the regular season and 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 try to get a tenth victory in a bowl game. But you have to make major major changes on defense. <sighs> if you want to even think about salvaging a 10-win season. Um, Because that 10-win season is pretty much gone at this point. It's all but gone at this point. Um, You still have the opportunity to win the SEC West. Doesn't look realistic right now. I'll be honest. It doesn't. Because it looks like you're going to have to face a Bama team that has a really good defense. And so – you kind know, of you're going to give up. Offense too. You're going to give up. You're going to give up a ton of points to them. You yeah. know, uh, and you're going to play a really good stuff. defense that that might stuff out your offense a little bit. I, I think the offense will still score and still be great. Yeah. But um, yeah. you know, you're going to have you got to worry about how many points are they going to score? Do we have to score fifty to win this game? Like like every single game you you play against an SEC team, you're going. Do we have to score fifty points to win this game? Like like really like yeah. really. I mean that that's that's what that's what I'm thinking now. Like, do we when we play Missouri at 11 a.m. and we have to see Luther Burden, uh, and and, and that Brady Missouri offense, yeah. yeah, and Brady Cook, we, and we got to see that tandem. Um, do do we we probably got to score 50? We probably got to yeah. score 50 to win the game. Um, now listen, Reagan, I I know I'm being extremely harsh, and and but it's realistic and. No, it is. You know, I yeah. hope I hope the defense and Matt House and Brian Kelly and they I hope all of them hear all the criticism and all of the the harsh takes that they have received, yeah. which which was due. It, it was yep. due. Um, I hope they hear all of that and it lights a fire under their tail to go out and compete and be way better than what they've been. I hope yeah. it does. Um. And I think there will be a little bit of that. I I do believe there there'll sure. be some of that. Sure. Um, I just don't have a whole lot of hope in them though to correct a lot of things this season. It's going to have to take uh, some major major corrections and overhauling and personnel. I mean, it's personnel issue. It's a scheming issue. It's a coaching issue. Um, it it's a motivation. It. It's everything. It's, it's literally all of it. I mean, you had you had a lot of loafing, you had a lot of blown coverage, miscommunications in the secondary, uh, the alignment just just horrible. The the line of scrimmage horrible. Why are you giving them that much space at the line of scrimmage? Um, so I mean, schematically, tackling, secondary coverage, uh, like like everything, everything, Terrible. effort. It, it is all of it. And your also, and the rotation? Ro- correct. Like you're, you're not. Man, why, why is Whit Weeks not coming to the game until you're 28 points on the board? That is inexcusable. That is inexcusable. Why did Deshaun Womack not play a single down? What are we doing? What are we doing? I mean, it, your your defense is getting eaten alive. Try something. Put the put the Sean Womack on the field and try something. Yeah. I mean, man, holy smokes. And, and the problem is you can only do so much change in, in a couple days. You can only do so much change in a couple days. You're still going to see these problems Saturday. Maybe they play with some more effort. Maybe they make more effort plays. Maybe there's some more aggression, but in terms of like 
fixing the the zone mess. I mean, we cannot play zone coverage to save our lives. We don't know how to play zone coverage. I mean, they get lost all the time in zone coverage. They they get completely lost, completely lost. So you're not going to fix that in one. You're literally not going to fix that in one week. So Luther Burden is is going to get his this week. He's oh, going he's, to get his yards. He's going to get his catches. He's going to score. Like he is. The only thing you can immediately immediately fix from one week to the next is your effort, effort and and, and yet yeah, correct and putting players on the field who who seem like they have a pulse. I mean. Holy smokes! I, and, and correct, Ryan. Ryan, they, they can't play man coverage because, I mean, let's just be real. They're they're not good enough to play man coverage. They probably know how to play man coverage better, just because it's man coverage. It, it's more simple than zone coverages. But they're going to get beat in man coverage. We saw that in the Florida State game. They played man coverage in Florida State, and Keon Coleman ate them alive. Luther Burden would do the same thing. He would do the yeah. same thing. So the only thing you're going to – like the only thing that you you will potentially see a major difference in from one week to the next is is the effort and the ability to put players on the field that, that you know can contribute, that you know will contribute. I It was, it was hard to watch. I, I mean, never in a million years, Zach. Never in a million years would I thought we have we would have ever seen something remotely even close, remotely even close to what Bo Pelini did against Mississippi State in 2020. And you did, and it was worse. And you did. It, it, it was worse. 700 yards of offense. Mm. Over 700 yards. I mean, in 55 points. And this is why I'm I'm saying absolutely, absolutely nothing about the offense. There is absolutely no reason we could critique the offense whatsoever because they did everything they were supposed to do to win this game. Did, did they get a few conversions late that we absolutely needed? No. But if you're not allowing 700 yards of offense and 55 points to Ole Miss, you don't have to make those conversions late. You don't have to have a last attempt to the to the end zone to win the game, and it feel like it's on the offense's shoulders if the defense gets like two more stops, three more stops, one. I mean, it, it was so bad. It was so bad, Zach. You are literally sitting there, and, and and it is it is forty. What is it? Forty eight. Forty. It's forty seven to forty nine. And and you're thinking, okay, the game's over. They're gonna they're gonna come down here. They're gonna milk the clock. They're gonna kick a field goal and they'll win the game, fifty to forty nine. Yep. And it was so bad when they scored. It was it was like it was a good thing. Yeah, we were like when they got in the go. end zone. It was like okay, this is a good thing. Like it was that bad. It was that bad. I mean, it, it, when you're to the point where you're like, okay, let them score so our offense can come back on the field. I mean, we're we're beyond like anything reasonable with the defense. That is absurd that we were literally hoping they would score to even give us a chance. Yeah. The 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 offense Deserves all the praise in the world. Malik Neighbors and Jaden Daniels, Zach, Brian Thomas. So far, I have we've I've been right. I, I told you at the beginning of the year, Jaden Daniels and Malik Neighbors will be the best hookup in college football, and and so far it is, it yes. is. Yes. Maybe Michael Penix and Rome uh, uh, Azunde, or uh, whatever his last name is. Maybe they have something to say for it. But right now, Jaden Daniels and and Malik are the best. And and boy, Brian Thomas is right there. You literally have the best duo in receivers in the country yes. between Malik and Brian Thomas. There is not another team that has two receivers that have more yards than Brian Thomas and Malik Neighbors. They are the best duo in college football. And you also have Logan Diggs, who is an absolute horse, an absolute stud. And then you have Jaden Daniels. 
who, who over the last several games has not uh, accounted for less than four touchdowns. In the game against Ole Miss, he accounted for over 500 yards himself and five touchdowns. And that is somehow not enough for this defense. So I don't want to hear a single, single word about the offense. This is solely on the defense. Solely on the defense. I, I mean, if I'm the offense, I'm in the locker room kind of side-eyeing the defense. Like, hey, we, we did our part. Get, get, what are y'all going to do? Like, I mean, if you – here's the reality, Zach. If you play Arkansas at Arkansas, you lose the game. Yeah. If you're playing Arkansas at Arkansas, you lose that game. Yep. I think if you play Ole Miss at LSU, you win the game. But because you're in Oxford, the defense does not have the momentum behind them to, to make – a few stops like they were able to against Arkansas. Yeah. But in the second half against Arkansas, it felt like the stop was never they, going to come. They didn't they didn't make a stop in the second half. Correct. They didn't they did not make a stop in the second half. Period. So here, here's the thing, and this is your you, you said we could go nine and three. That's the positive thing here. If you were able to escape Missouri this weekend with a win, you can go nine and three. Because you get to play every single game at home except for Alabama after that. So maybe your defense, because the crowd is behind them, can play a little bit better, have a little bit more momentum, and your offense just does what your offense has been doing. Like It's literally one of the best offenses in the country. I, I mean, it is. we can talk about it at nauseum, Zach, but it is literally everything. It is literally everything. And I'll be really frank. I, I, I don't want to hear anymore. We're playing ex- inexperienced guys. Like I don't want to hear it anymore. You're playing inexperienced guys, but you can teach them how to play better. You, 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 had, you had the offseason to work with some of these guys. You had the summer to work with some of these guys. You had all of fall camp to work with some of these guys, and you've had them now for for you know, five weeks into the season, like, I don't want to hear it anymore. They are inexperienced, and you knew that in fall camp. They may be inexperienced, but you have to teach them the best you can. Are they going to make mistakes? Absolutely. But can you make sure they're lined up properly? Can you make sure the defensive line is close enough to to the line of scrimmage so they don't get destroyed off the line? Yes. So, so the 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 line of, well, we're playing inexperienced guys. Like, I don't want to hear it anymore. I, like, I just don't. Like, stop saying that. The defense is is really bad. The offense is really really good. So, uh, Zach, I guess we can kind of. I mean, that was old Miss. That, that was essentially. Um, old Miss. It's it's. I'll say this, and then we can move on to. I guess whatever. I mean, but, we can uh, transition right into where where do we go from here? I, I mean, the, the conversation kind of naturally goes there, I guess. Well, it's just it's it, it's disappointing for the offense because like Jaden's senior season is getting wasted because of this. Yeah, that's it for him. That's it for him, man. Um, Malik Neighbors, his last year at LSU, wasted. I'm not not completely wasted, you know, because I mean, obviously he's going to have a great year and he's going to have some accomplishments and he's going to you know, reap the benefits, and he's going to get a big old payday. But as far as LSU goes, like in the season, and the the, the accomplishments you could have you could have had, and yeah. the success you could have had, and yeah, in this season, it's gone. It's wasted. Yeah, Malik Neighbors last season wasted. Brian Thomas last season wasted. Now look, I mean, now look. Okay, I mean, again, Zach, I, we're we're not. I, I this is a long stretch, okay? I, I don't think this is going to happen whatsoever. I don't think this is going to happen whatsoever because this is not last year's team. This is not last year's team. But let's say, let's say your defense grows throughout the season. Let's say you find yourself in Tuscaloosa. Your, your offense is really good. Let's say by the time you get to Tuscaloosa, 
you have figured something out that works for your defense and you win that ball game and let, then, then you're in the driver's seat to win the West. Let's say you win the West again like last year. You do find yourself in a similar situation as last year as a two-loss regular season team going into the SEC championship against whoever's there. It looks like it will be Georgia. And if you pull off the miraculous thing of winning out, winning the West, playing Georgia, and, and you beat Georgia, yeah, there's a chance you find yourself in the playoffs. The likelihood of it happening is is probably, like slim to probably, none. Probably less than one percent. Right. It, it's it's slim to none. The 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 avenue is there, and here's why, Zach. Here's why. You have to have Ole Miss has already lost an SEC game. Yeah. They have to go play Georgia in Athens. They have to play AM. They have to play AM. Play Arkansas. So they, they and they play Arkansas. Now they need to play Arkansas in Oxford this week, though. So yeah. I'll, I'll I'll take I'll, I'll take Ole Miss there. But yeah. you know the the game at Athens is one they're not going to be favored in. They're not going to be favored in that game. So let's say Ole Miss loses in Athens. The door is open for you, but you have to take care of business. You have to figure something out with this defense. I don't know if they can. I, I just I, I don't know. I I, I don't. Believe maybe that. maybe with the you know the addition of Pink Pete Jenkins, which I'm I will say this. I, I am glad they went and got Pete Jenkins because. I mean, with everything shuffled at the defensive line, coach Jamar Kane leaves, and then, you know, there's a fill-in until they hire Jimmy Lindsay. Then Jimmy Lindsay has his medical problems, and now Janik is the defensive line coach. And, and Janik is not a defensive line coach; like it's not his expertise. And and you have seen uh, kind of the inept uh, of of the defensive line, the the inept play of the defensive line. And it's been surprising because you felt like the defensive line of, of anything in the defense, the defensive line was going to be something that was really strong. And I think the lack of a of a, cons, a, a consistent coach has really been a problem. And our, our technique and, and, and our alignment has been just absolutely horrible. So the addition of Pete Jenkins, I think, could have an immediate impact on our defensive line play. Because Pete Jenkins can come in there and immediately say, okay, th this is just absolutely wrong. And you've got to change this. And you've got to change this. Because Pete is an, is an absolute expert at defensive line. Has a massive amount of knowledge when it comes to the defensive line. So that is something that can really, really help LSU on the front, uh, you know, on the, on the line of scrimmage. I, I am glad that, that BK went out there and did that. I really am. That that I really do think will help LSU, seriously. But in terms of major changes with the secondary and whatnot, I, I mean, I just – I don't see it, man. I just don't see it. And, and maybe that is just one – look, I, I mean, a lot of people said it. A lot of people said it. And, and – you know, me and Zach were, were both adamant. Look, it's Brian Kelly. It's a new coach. It's his staff. You let him hire who he wants to hire. It, it is it is his staff. He does what he wants to do with it. Uh, um, and, and so Brian Kelly goes and 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 he lets go of Corey Raymond, and Corey Raymond goes to Florida. And you wind up with Robert Steeples and Kerry Cooks. Probably, you know, in hindsight, it's probably not the right move. It's probably not the right move. Zach, you still there? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. Um, in hindsight, that's that's just probably not the right move. And maybe that's the the bad step that. Brian Kelly took at the beginning of this. Uh, looks like we lost Reagan. Uh, he was kind of cutting in and out out there. His his, his uh, vocal was good, but looks like we lost him. So 
as Reagan was discussing, um, you know, and I, I feel the same way. I, I feel like they're – I feel like the coaching has been an issue. Obviously. Obviously, it's been an issue. I mean, you've had these coaches there for two full years now, um, including the time that they started. Um, and it, it, it hasn't impressed us at all, neither me nor Reagan. It hasn't impressed us. And I think this is going to be something where at the end of the season you look back and you wonder, okay, I mean, if nothing changes, if it continues to be as bad as it is, or if there's little to no improvement, you're going to have to make a change somewhere. In the same way that you did with the with the the special teams, when there was it was really bad and there was little to no improvement throughout the season, you had to go make a change. And BK did that. And so he's going to have to do the same thing if it continues this season with the defense. You're going to have to fire some people. You might have to fire some people. You might have to make some changes on uh, the coaching staff on, on that defensive side of the ball. Because if you don't, if you don't make changes, then the next person that they're going to be coming after is BK. And so... Reagan makes a good point there um, in bringing up the coaching staff. Uh, and I think we have him back in here now. Uh, huh. Did you have a similar situation as last <laughs> as last time? Yeah, I, I, I think it may be time Might to, be time get, a get a new get a new laptop. Yeah, uh, sounds like it. I sent a I sent a photo to you uh, of my computer screen. Maybe you can see it. Uh, yeah, it's it's not coming back up anytime soon. Um, so <laughs> I think it's time to re retire old boy. And <laughs> well, he is an old boy. So uh, anyway, so I, I heard you commenting on, on what I was saying about Corey Raymond, you know, hindsight's 2020. I, I think that was a miss. And, you know, I, I think you absolutely give a coach his, you bring a new coach in, you give him the right to hire who he wants to hire. He did it. And I respect, I respect it. Like, like you're paying the man to come do it. You're paying him to come change this culture to overhaul everything because the program's in shambles and that's what he did. So I was okay with it in hindsight, uh, letting go of, uh, of, of, oh man, was it, is it McMahon, Craig McMahon, Greg McMahon, Greg the McMahon. Special teams coordinator, Probably I mean, not the best idea. Dude was probably one of the best special teams coordinator in the country. Um, he was amazing. Um, and, and Corey Raymond uh, was phenomenal at LSU. Um, probably not the best idea. And, I mean, what I was about to say before my computer crashed is if you keep Corey Raymond, you may keep a guy like Eli Ricks, and you may keep a guy like Dwight McLaughlin, mm -hmm. who has been phenomenal. He's been phenomenal. And, Zach, if you keep a guy like Eli Ricks, you keep a guy uh, like Dwight McLaughlin, uh, and you pair him with, you know, Major Burns and, and some of these other guys like Andre Sam, you know, th this secondary is really, really good. And you, you may be undefeated at this point in the season. Like, seriously. Um, so where do you go from here? Um, obviously, Zach, I, I think there needs to be major changes with the defense. You need to see major improvement over this season. I, I mean, there there needs to be very simple, fundamental changes over the core of this course of this season. If you keep saying seeing the same thing that we saw against Ole Miss, we we got to move on. I, I mean, that's what I was saying while you were out. Yeah, I mean, if gotta, there's little to no change with this defense, um, you're going to have to make changes like you did last year with the special teams. Yeah. Um, and if you don't, and if you don't make changes and then the problems pop back up again next year, then it's on BK. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and look, 
I have full confidence in BK to do that. Uh, the special teams was absolutely inexcusable last year. He made some changes, and look, special teams hasn't been a problem at all. No. You haven't been dropping anything. Now you had the one muff punt against Aaron Anderson, you know, in Florida State, but that's the only time it's happened. It hasn't happened again. A line yeah. hasn't been a problem. You haven't been penalized for things. Nathan Dybert has been putting it in the end zone very consistently. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jay Bramlett has been really solid punting. Ramos has been solid. You, you know, we know Ramos just doesn't quite have, you know, a long distance leg, but he's pretty automatic within, I would say, 40. 40, 40, and, 40 and in. Um, so he made the changes there, and it's a lot better. If nothing changes and the defense just continues to be really bad, I have full confidence that that Brian Kelly will will make the changes and will get it corrected. Um, and here's another thing, Zach. Here's some other things that we, we have to say, okay, this definitely can have an effect on this defense and why it's so really bad right now. Number one, you're playing without Greg Brooks. Greg Brooks was very veteran. It was la- Last year was – amazing for you in the secondary. He was a playmaker last year. He brought fire and energy to this team that has been lacking. And guys, he was voted your captain this year. And now he's dealing with a battle with cancer, man. So obviously, Zach, you know, we're praying for Greg Brooks and for his family, you know, and we absolutely want the best for him. And, we, we pray that the Lord would heal him. Um, but if you look at this from a football standpoint, losing Greg Brooks is a huge deal in the secondary. He's a leader. He, he brings energy and fire, and he's a veteran guy who knows what he's doing. And he would have those guys lined up. He would be correcting those guys. He would be telling them where they're making them, these mistakes. So that's one thing. The other thing is the inconsistency at defensive line. And hopefully, like we were talking about with Pete Jenkins, that will get better. But, I mean, you literally went through like three different defensive linemen in a a matter of less than a year. Um, And and you lose your defensive line coach right right as the season is starting, and you had to plug a guy in there. And so I think some of the technique problems and all of that has been an issue of just the inconsistency of coaching. And that's that's nothing anybody could have controlled, right? I mean, that's that's not. Something BK couldn't control. Nobody can control that Jimmy Lindsay is having a health issue. Like, it just is what it is. So, I think we do need to recognize that. But at the same time, some of the problems are absolutely fixable and they need to be fixed. Yeah. And I agree with you 100% there. Um, so, now, you know, as we've titled this, sec- this segment, where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. Um, I think. As I've told Dad, I've told Reagan, you know, you're just going to have to take it one game at a time. Uh, we can't be – I know we discussed it, and I know we talked about, well, it's, this is possible and this is possible. And, you know, even though the defense is bad, you know, you can still obtain these goals, da 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 da, da. Um, And all that's true. But with where the defense is at right now, um, you have to take this one game at a time. And right now yeah. you've got to worry – about Missouri and what Luther Burden and Brady Cook can do to yep. you in the secondary. Yep. And so, you know, it's going to be a let's let's worry about Missouri right now. And I understand, like, it's always – that's always coaches speak, right? And that's always, you know, that's always, you know, what you want to hear from the coaches and the players, right, is we're worried about this game. We're not worried about the next game or or the game uh, – you know, this game down the line. Yeah. You know, you, know, you don't want to hear, oh, we marked this game on the count. You know, you just want to hear – we're worried about the game in front of us. Um, that is extremely important now, uh, more than ever, with yeah. uh, the way this team has played defensively. So, um, I, and by no means, like, if if you would have asked me at the beginning of the season, you know, what are some games that you just – you take a permanent marker and you put W next to you, I would have put Missouri as one of those. And now I'm like, no shot. No yeah. shot. No. Um, so you like, I don't think they're they're probably outside of you know, Army, you know, and uh, who else we play this year? Georgia State. Yeah. Outside of those two teams, um, you know, 
there is not a let's put it let's take a sharpie and and put it like Auburn, nope. Florida, nope. A and M certainly not. Alabama definitely not. Um, so you know Missouri definitely not. I mean, there is not outside of the two non-conference. There is not a game remaining in your conference schedule in the SEC that you look at and go, yeah, we got that. We got that. Right. Um, at the beginning of the season, were there those games? Yeah. Two weeks ago, were those, you know, did you have those games that you felt like? Yeah. I mean, two weeks ago, I would have been like, yeah, we're beating Missouri. Like, easy. Uh, yeah. Two weeks ago, yeah, we're beating Auburn. Easy. Yeah, we're beating Florida. Easy. Um, am I saying that now? Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you're just going to have to take it one game at a time, Reagan. And you also have to, you know, sometimes, that you know, we, uh, our dad, he tends to be a little bit more harsh and, and, and you know, a little bit uh, more pessimistic about the, 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 the reality, the, the look at outlook of the season and stuff like that ahead of time. Um, and, you know, Right now, he's kind of saying, you know, six and six, seven and five. He might be right. He might be right. I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. But take it one game at a time, Tiger fans. No matter what, root them on. Because as we said, even though it, it sucks, um, this is the last time you're going to see Jaden Daniels in an LSU uniform. This is the last time you're going to see Malik, Malik Neighbors in an LSU uniform. This is the last time you're going to see Brian Thomas in an LSU uniform. So enjoy watching them. Yep. Um, hope that the defense can support them in some sort of way uh, to be able to pull off some wins that right now look very bleak. Um, and we'll see. Yeah, and, and and that that's what I'll say. You know, seven and five, six and six. Like, is that a possibility? Yeah, but I think because this offense is so good and because you have a favorable schedule in terms of playing at home, I think eight and four is is a little bit more likely eight and four than than like a six and six, um, and that's and that's because you're playing at home a lot more of the back half of the season, and this offense is is that good, I mean it is that good, and because you're like like against Ole Miss, it's in Oxford, and I don't think we lose that game. record crowd. Right, it was a record crowd. I don't think we lose that game if you're playing it in Baton Rouge, because the offense is that good. There's going to be games where th this offense is just that good, and because you're playing at home, you're going to win that game. Uh, and and so, I think eight and four is reasonable, uh, and nine and three is achievable. Um, so, look, it as much as I hate to say this, it feels a lot like last season. You, you, you open up with a loss to Florida State, and then you got a few games behind you, and you're like, okay, we can get this thing back on track. And then you just got absolutely – I mean, you got punched in the teeth by Tennessee. At yeah. all. And that's what it feels like right now. Like you just took a major gut punch at Ole Miss. And last year, the mentality was like, okay, got to take this one game at a time, work our way through this. The season is not over with yet. There's a lot of ball left to play, and we got to do the same thing here. You you lost to Florida State. You just took a, a punch in the mouth uh, from Ole Miss. But if you take it one game at a time, maybe you correct some things. I think this offense can do a, a lot of wonders for this team. Maybe, just maybe. Ole Miss goes and loses in Athens, and you have a, a shot at the West. Um, so maybe you can do what you did last year, but man, you got a lot of you got to make a lot of changes. You got you got to correct a lot of things, which they did last year because Tennessee absolutely annihilated our defense last year. Yeah, <laughs> it, it annihilated our defense last year. So we we will see. Uh, you know, as, as we move on, uh, how this goes. Uh, but man, you gotta take it a game at a time, and Missouri is no slack. So, Zach, 
with that being said, let's talk about the Missouri game. Let, let's kind of well, focus on the Missouri game. I know there's a lot of comments we need to get to. So let's take let's, a break first, yeah. and then we'll get back, get to some comments, and then discuss Missouri. Absolutely. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. All right, we're back. Uh, we'll get to two questions here, uh, and then we will begin to uh, preview Missouri uh, and a nerve-wracking, a very nerve-wracking uh, game, 11 a.m. game uh, yeah. this upcoming Saturday. Uh, all right, Ryan says, question, if LSU wins the coin toss Saturday, do you take the ball? first and go down the field and score reagan i'm gonna leave this one to you because me and you have discussed this quite a bit in the last two years uh while i do agree with you i think it is best to defer i also say this i'm not upset if they win the if the other team wins the coin toss and they defer like i'm not upset with that uh so i think either way it's a win-win for lsu but i mean maybe now you does it does your mind change at all uh considering it for me reagan i'll say it real quickly no because guess what in this situation against Ole miss yep. you were down two touchdowns yep and you had the extra possession yep. uh because of the second half and you were able to uh we, we took a lead then right yes. we were down yep. 28 31 going to half you take a lead um because of the getting the ball the second half. So I'm going to say if you win the toss, you defer again. <laughs> yeah, that's you, you. That was exactly what I was going to say. I mean, verbatim, uh, that's a little, I was going to say, no, you defer. Um, you made a mistake, you know, Jaden made a mistake there, had the ball uh, and, and turned it over, you know, didn't get down, didn't get out of bounds, got popped, ball came loose, had a turnover. Well, now Florida or, or Ole Miss, had that extra possession, it felt like, on top of you. Every time you scored, they had the ball, and if they scored, they went up two touchdowns. Um, well, you, you know, you you held them to a field goal uh, instead of a touchdown at one point, and so you got within three points, and because you got the ball in second half, you were able to reclaim that lead, and I, I'm doing the exact same thing. I, I mean, I would way rather get the ball later than earlier. Way rather get the ball in the second half later than earlier, uh, because if you are, let's say you go, you're in Columbia, and let's say you're down three points, you want that ball coming out of half, you want yeah. it so you can take the lead, and, and, and as soon as the second half starts, you set the tone with reclaiming the lead. So yeah, absolutely, I, I'm, I'm deferring every single time. I'm deferring. This is another uh, topic we discussed uh, when we were at the game in Oxford on Saturday. Adam said, Ole Miss Stadium and effects make Tiger Stadium feel like the Stone Age. Could you imagine yeah. the energy in Tiger Stadium if we had that? Um, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with Adam. I, I would love to see some changes made to Tiger Stadium. Yes. I fully believe that it would add – an amazing atmosphere to Tiger Stadium in Death Valley. Look, I went to LSU Arkansas two weeks ago, and then I followed that up by going to Ole Miss. The atmosphere and the fanfare of being at Ole Miss was way better than LSU. And I'm a massive LSU fan. I'm a ride-or-die, like, die-hard LSU fan. The atmosphere, the lights, the the – the electricity that was through that stadium way better than LSU. And you had 40,000 less people there. Yep. Um, so things need to change at Tiger Stadium. They need to liven it up with some things. Uh, I, I, you know, I love that we do the chant, you know, in the third quarter. I love 
that, you know, you do the T-I-G-E-R-S at the end of the touchdown. I love that it gets extremely, extremely loud because you are 100,000 plus. Um, but, you know, the traffic on the way out and the lack of entertainment um, during the game is is very obvious. Yeah. I mean, Zach, I, I will say this. It, 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 that is the best atmosphere I've ever been in. It was the best oh, atmosphere sure. I've ever been in. And, and yep. it's not. Um, it was, I, I kid you not, y'all, it was buzzing before the ball kicked off. Guys, when the national anthem was sang, and then they, they, they had three guys parachute onto the field, like when that happened, I was like, this game's finna be jumping. And and from the start of the kickoff, y'all, it, it, it was buzzing in that crowd the the whole time. The whole time. I, I mean, we had to stand up pra- practically the entire game. Yeah. Uh, it, it was it was an electric atmosphere. Um it, it was energetic and exciting and like a concert like it was like a concert in the yes. football game combined when the fourth quarter hit they turned the lights off and they had the red leds going off and the music oh, guys it awesome. was it was amazing it was it, it's the best atmosphere i've ever been in and it was only sixty-six thousand people and that was the record-breaking crowd it was an amazing atmosphere lsu ha- hasn't done anything like that ever in, in the times I've been at LSU, it's never been that exciting. LSU has to do a better job. You have an incredible stadium at LSU and an incredible fan base. Why are you not doing things like that? You have to do a better job, LSU, you know, creating that atmosphere. Because, like, because they do those things, it re-energizes the crowd. When yeah. you're not doing those things, the crowd's just kind of, like, dead, I felt like, sometimes. And, Dude, it was it was buzzing. It was absolutely buzzing. Hundred percent. All right, Reagan. I guess we need to move on to LSU, Missouri, Reagan, and um, Jason. So what? Said, well, our defense, our defense wasn't buzzing. No, it was not. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Um, it was buzzing, and the people were buzzed. <laughs> yeah. were. Oh man. It was it was it was fun time. It was uh, I really enjoyed it. I really it did. really was. Even yeah, though it really the was. stunk and we lost, like I had a blast. And it was a heartbreaker. That atmosphere was amazing. All right, Reagan. LSU, Missouri. LSU travels to uh, Columbia to face on the yellow and uh, the black and yellow tigers. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at eleven a.m. Gotta love it. Um, I mean, we have exhausted the defense so much, uh, and we've exhausted that how how good the offense is. I don't think there's really a, a huge necessity to discuss what needs to happen. Um, <laughs> I really just think we probably need to get down to how we think this is going to turn out. Um, obviously. You want to see a pass rush, as I have said every single week. I will continue to say it every week. You want to see a pass rush to help that secondary. You need to get yep. weeks on the field more. You need to get Harold Perkins and pass rush more. Yeah. yeah. Um, Braden Swinson, you know, Paris Shan, On Jordan Jefferson, Deshaun Womack, Makai Wingo, all those guys on the defensive line, they have got to be able to get pushed. They have got to be able to get Brady Cook down. Um, so – you got to be able to, to 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 get a lot of pressure on the quarterback to somehow salvage this secondary. Um, if it means blitzing a lot, do it, man. I mean, what else do you got to lose? What else do you have to lose, Reagan? Um, blitz, what's the crap out of them, man? Um, you know, if you get burnt, what's 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 new? You know, what what's different? <laughs> what's you know, like oh, we got to go score again. Okay, you know, like we're kind of used to that, you know. So, like, what do you have to lose at this point with the defense in, in, in regards to trying yeah. schemes and, and 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 play calls? Like, blitz the crap out of them, man. Blitz the crap out of them. Put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. And, and, and pray that you get some sort of stops, you know. 
Um, it, you know, pray you get one to two stops in the game, right? Yeah. <laughs> pray, pray you get one yeah. to two stops in the game, right? Um, outside of that, man, I'm excited to watch the offense again because, I, I mean, I feel like they're going to put up, you know, a lot of points, obviously. Um, yeah. I don't know how you stop Brady Cook and uh, Luther Burden. Good luck, LSU. How do I see this going? I think it's going to be another high-scoring game. Uh, I think LSU defense is going to probably give up near 40 points. Um, I think Missouri's offense is good. I don't think they are as good as Ole Miss's offense. Um, but I, I think they're going to score – that Missouri is going to score somewhere in the realm of – 30 to 40 points. Uh, so LSU is going to have to score over 40 points to win this game, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to predict LSU wins this game 42 to 38. Okay. Here's what I got to say. Um, Luther Burden is that guy. He is that guy. But they have other weapons. They have, they have another receiver. I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. But they have another receiver that's really good. He's not Luther Burden, but he's good. He's a really good second option. And also, their running back, Cody Schrader, is second in rushing uh, amongst running backs in the SEC right now. He's really good. So they have weapons offensively. And Brady Cook is no like no snuff. Like, he's been up. all week. So... <laughs> I mean, you're going to have to buckle down, man. I mean, you got to go on the road. You got to play at 11 a.m. You got to you got to strap up because I think, Zach, it's very similar to what you faced last week. I think I, – go ahead. Go ahead. TA tool for triumph, generate a turnover or two. Yeah, yeah. Somehow oh. generate a turnover or two. If you can generate – somehow generate a turnover or two, you have a massive shot at winning this game. Yeah, yeah, you do. Uh, I mean, it, 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 Zach. I hate to say this. Golly, I hate to say this. But man, it feels similar to last week. I, I'll be honest with you, Zach. Uh, I, I do think Jackson Dart's better than than Brady Cook, but Brady Cook's good, and they've got they they've got better receivers than what Ole Miss has. Yep. And all had good receivers and and uh Dwayne Wade and Jordan Watkins, they ate you alive last week. Luther Burden and Missouri's number two is better than Dwayne Wade and uh um Jordan Watkins. They're better. And now Quinshawn what Judkins is, is better than Cody Schrader. Um, but Cody Schrader is a really good running back too. Uh, he's, I mean, as of right now, he's statistically doing better than Judkins. But talent-wise, Judkins is a better running back than, than Cody Schrader. But, but uh, it feels very similar because you have a solid quarterback. You have really good receivers against a really bad secondary. And you have a solid running back. So, I, I, I expect – I mean, to be completely honest, I expect a lot of the same – I I really think you're going to have to outscore them again. Um, and, and guys, uh, Missouri's defense is a lot better than Ole Miss defense. Uh, their their passing defense, guys, is is like top ten in the country. Uh, seriously. So uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to be negative, but I if if I remember correctly, Missouri's Passing defense is literally ranked seventh in the country. Like it's it's very good. Um, so uh, it's gonna be a tough game. It's gonna be a tough game. Zach, you got you got to put it down. I ain't gonna be able to do anything. I'm gonna keep laughing. Um, for our, for our uh, our audio audience. Uh, I slowly slipped up an L. <laughs> I, I, yeah, so, look, I don't think I don't think they're going to be able to lock down Jade Daniels, Malik Neighbors, and Brian Thomas all game long. But but are they good enough to get a few stops 
and this Missouri offense take advantage of, oh, my gosh, this guy, this guy, this guy. Is that how you feel? Is that how you feel? Yep, that's how I feel. <laughs> Look, this defense is good enough to stop our offense a few times. If if Missouri is able to move the ball as efficiently as Ole Miss was against us, I think we could be in a long, long day in Columbia, Missouri. I think it would be a long day in Columbia, Missouri. Um, because, uh, I, I'm I, again, I'm not trying to, like, make everybody – okay. I'm not trying to make, like, everybody think, okay, this is a definite loss. But I, I, I saw a top 25 DBs released. Uh, top 25 DBs released for this season so far. One of their DBs is is within the top ten. I don't remember their names, so so don't. I, I don't I don't remember names, but they had one DB within the top ten, and they had another one on the top twenty five list. So they have two. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna lose. You, you want to change your prediction? You'll change your prediction. No, nah, I already made it. I'm sticking to it. But. They have good DBs. They have great passing defense, and they have a solid offense. So. Uh, it, it's definitely going to be a challenge in Missouri. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. You got to play at Missouri. Um, I will say, though, that LSU wins. Um, LSU will win uh, 40 – I'll say 40 to 35. 40 to 35. This guy right here, <laughs> this man is finding everything he can to hold up an L. <laughs> Wow. Wow. What do you mean? I predicted a win. Yeah. Ryan said you have little faith, Zach. <laughs> so there's my prediction. Um, guys, I, I really do think it's going to be another tough game. We'll see how it plays out. But those are those are kind of my thoughts uh, just to share. Prove me wrong, LSU defense. Do something. Yeah, no kidding. Stop standing around. <laughs> do something. Play, play I, feel like meme, I feel like it's that meme where they're like poking the kid, you know, and they're like, you know, do something. Hey, do something. <laughs> do the roar. Do the roar. Hey, LSU defense. Do something. <laughs> hey, do something. We'll see. We'll see, Zach. 11 a.m. kick, Columbia, Missouri. Um, maybe LSU can redeem themselves and get the thing right back on track uh, and move this season forward. But it'll all happen. Uh, you got to take it a, a, a day at a time, uh, and, and we'll see how it goes. All right, Zach, do you have anything else? Do we need no, to hit no. a few more comments before we wrap uh, it up here? Uh, Stephen Young's in the house. Stephen, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Uh, what happened to the defensive standard at LSU? Brandon Taylor would have beaten them, <laughs> beaten the crap out of the defenders for their slacking off. Uh, yeah. Um, 100%. where's the dog, man? Where's the dog? Where's the dogging? I want to see someone on the defense step up and fight the defender, uh, the defenders who are not giving 100%. Start squaring up. <laughs> Start squaring up. Uh, Ryan said, "You have little faith, Zach." I mean, can you blame him? Do you have a lot of faith in the defense? <laughs> uh, Ryan said, "I'm becoming more of a doubting Thomas myself." Yeah. Uh, Jason said, "Maybe they went to see the wonderful wizard, and he gave them a heart." <laughs> what? The wonderful. Uh, Ryan said, "I need some Bobby Boucher tackles." <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll that. All right, guys. Appreciate the those are the dogs that they are. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Appreciate all y'all guys' comments and interaction. It's been a great show uh, here in the Tigers Avenue. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll buy a new laptop or something. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, maybe 
maybe I'll have to rock with the phone for a little while. Um, because clearly the last two episodes, the computer said, no, nah, you're not doing this guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, appreciate y'all hanging in there with us though. We, we really do. Um, we'll see how the Tigers do, uh, Columbia, Missouri, 11 a.m. kick this Saturday. Can the Tigers get redemption? We'll see. And we'll cover it next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Appreciate you guys. Five star here. Take us out. Peace. Who that, who that five stone? And the LSU Tigers, LSU Tigers.